Do we count the episodes of like Colton Kelly and all the WrestleMania ones? Uh, well, the WrestleMania ones weren't really indie casts, yeah, per I... se. So this was like what three or four? I think this is number three. All right, Maybe my four. name is Big Bad Boris. I am Scottbox sixty four. That is Scottbox sixty four, and we are sitting in the palatial estate of me, Casta Del Boris, sitting on my couch. You are surrounded by my dogs. Spike Indeed. is uh. Clinging to your leg. Yeah, he's taking quite uh, quite a liking to me today, apparently. But what's cool about the indie cast is because we uh, are, are not driving anywhere and we are not at any kind of official studio, we can have beers. Indeed. So we are officially enjoying some beers. Mm. Delicious. Scotty, how you doing? Not too shabby. Okay, will you focus on the show and not on the dog? Dog, I got this cute little dog sitting on me. I want to pet him. Okay, I'm just going to ignore him. Uh, not too shabby. Uh, you don't have to ignore him. You just have to, like, not see? focus all your attention. <laughs> don't, don't put my full attention into this guy. Uh, okay, uh, not too bad. This is, like, the first weekend I've had off in, like, three or four weeks. So I've just been enjoying my Saturday. How's the new job going? Pretty solid. Can't complain. You were out and about today? Yeah, out and about. Did a little shopping. What were you looking for? Uh, flash drive was my main thing. Went and bought some soap. Soap? Yeah, went to Lush. So bought a bunch of like weird organic soap. Lush. You went to Lush and bought organic soap. Yeah, we have friends who work there. Do you so. use that soap to clean your vagina? Uh, you know it. You know it. <laughs> Always keeping it clean. Now, you told me something because I went to pick you up. And uh, you told me that you are now someone's life coach. Tell oh, me yeah. a little more about this because <laughs> I know that on the regular uh, Sad Pod uh, next week, I'm sure this will come up. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, this girl I work with who never gets like first dates or no, she never gets second dates. She goes on uh, plenty of first dates. So I was like, okay, well, why don't you make your goal to like get a second date? And I was like, my advice was like, play your cards closer to your chest. Don't be so oblivious and obvious to shit. Yeah. So I'm life coaching somebody who's like a year younger than me. Now, does it concern anybody who is listening to this, that our own Scotty Molino, our own Scott Fox 64 <laughs> is a life coach for somebody because i may not sleep for the next couple of days concerned <laughs> about the safety of this no i'll take i'll take more people under my wing i'll life coach everybody is this going to be your new your new uh business venture scott box yeah life coach for hire yeah i'm going to life coach for colton kelly next oh boy well if anybody needs a life coach it's that guy indeed i like colton he's a good kid uh <laughs> let's talk about independent professional wrestling what have you been watching lately uh, I've been watching a lot of Lucha Underground. A lot of... See, I, I haven't watched any of it. But you have season one downloaded? I have season one downloaded in a completely legal fashion. Nice. Uh, well, we'll have to completely in a legal fashion put that on my flash drive. And I have yet to actually watch any of it. Uh, it's really good. Season two has uh, only been better. Uh, a lot of the indie darlings that we love and know, like the Brian Cages or Joey Ryans are getting nice pushes. Joey Ryans in there? Yeah, Joey Ryans in season two. On Ricochet's Under Hood, correct? Yep. 
Who else is in there? Uh, that are indie guys. Did Hernandez actually appear? Because I know no. MVP, he never appeared. He never appeared. And MVP didn't appear either. Uh, nope. Because that whole TNA. What a bunch of nonsense. Lost, yeah, Rey Mysterio's there, of course. Um, do 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 do. Uh, what is the name of? He is a he's a Hispanic wrestler. Little Cholo. Little or Lucha Underground has Hispanic wrestlers. Yeah, I'm sure. No, but I'm like, a yeah, a little Cholo under a different name. On a side story uh, about MVP, I, I I made my oldest son very happy today. I a uh, few months ago, PWA had MVP, and he gave me a T-shirt that he actually wore. Oh, that's super rad. Show, and I put it on, and it was incredibly too small for me, so I gave it to my uh, oldest son. That's pretty rad. The sweet hand me down. Pretty excited about that. Oldest son, are you excited about that? Very much so. There you go. Oldest son and middle son are in the kitchen right now playing computer game that you've, I... that you've never heard of. What's that game you guys are playing? Town of Salem. Town of Salem. What's your objective? Do not die. Okay. So it's like a survival thing? Okay. In this case, you guys can talk about video games after we're done recording this. Uh, what else are you watching besides the old Lucha Underground? Uh, catching up on some PWG because there was a couple events behind. I'm still working on uh, Battle of Los Angeles from last year. From last year? Yeah, no, no The worries. main event, I've just finished Stage 2. The main event of Stage 2, that uh, uh, Elite, or no, not Elite, uh, uh, Mount Rushmore 2.0 versus whoever it was versus. Oh, versus um, like kind of like PWG All-Stars, where it's like Chris Hero, Candice LeRae, Joey No, Ryan. it was Super Dragon and uh, the Young Bucks against, uh, I, forget, I don't remember who it was, but it was just, it was chaos. Yeah, it was like girl warfare style. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty crazy. A lot of fun to watch. I feel show. like the only time Super Dragon actually has matches nowadays, they're just like crazy shit fast. He was never like super in shape, but now he's like fat Super Dragon. Yeah. I want to see fat Super Dragon and fat Chris Hero have a fat title match. Yeah. Who is the ultimate fat? Who, who is the fattest? Um, that's what I've been checking out. Of course, I watch ROH every week and I, I got around to watching that pay-per-view. So I saw the whole uh, Adam Cole Turn. Joining the the Bullet Club, which it was, it was kind of done weirdly. Describe in it to the me. Sense that, have you seen it? No, I have not. No. Okay. Because um, this isn't the Cole Cabana main event match, well, right? Well, first of all, they teased uh, during the pay-per-view that the Bullet Club was going to unveil a new member. And what I thought was kind of funny is during the Young Bucks match, Steve or Mr. Wrestling 3 paid for this very expensive super kick counter out of his own pocket and I loved it because during their entire match, no super kicks. So yeah, just I've seen that graphic there where it's awesome. uh, with the zero right on it, with the big old goose Facebook egg profile picture for a while. And then during the main event, they just show up, and Adam Cole comes out with the T-shirt on. If I remember correctly, I, it's been a couple weeks since I watched it. And then they proceed to just beat the shit out of everybody. And like 50 super kicks later, the little counters going, including a super kick for Mr. Wrestling Three and Kevin Kelly. Ooh. And what I didn't like is on the next uh, week of ROH TV where they actually had live matches, no mention of it, Col or Colton Kelly. Kevin Kelly's not pissed off. I don't know. It's like when, uh, uh, what the hell's that guy? When Apollo Crews walked out on Raw after getting beat up beat by, up by Sheamus, Sheamus. And he's all like, I'm happy, I'm ready, let's oh, wrestle, yeah. yay. On Apollo Crews' gravestone, it'll say he was happy to be here. However, I am right about a couple of things, and I will brag about that on SatPod this week because apparently I'm going to be on do Two things uh, that involve Apollo, or one thing that involves Apollo Cruz, and one thing that involves Cody Rhodes. Okay. Uh, care to deal? No, no. You oh. will have to listen <laughs> to Satpod number one, and if I remember uh, to bring it up, we will discuss it on Satpod one sixteen. Satpod is. Do you have a fact? Uh, no, I'll find one. 
you have a fact for this one? Uh, for number three? Sure. Yeah, I'm for gonna, sure. I'm going to assume it's number three. I don't really know, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll use number three as our example. Uh, three times. If you can't pull a, th- a fact for the number three. three out of your ass. Uh, out of your, but it's got to be indie related, though. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's like a three-time ROH champion or something. Or I don't not think like, a no, but there's three-time tag champs, aren't there? Well, the Briscoes are like 53. Yeah, times. you know who I think is a three-time champ? Red Dragon. I'm gonna go with that. Three-time ROH tag team champion. We'll have to uh, do some research on that, but you're probably right. I, th- I think so. Uh, I hear that. Speaking of Red Dragon, Bobby Fish had a really good match with Will Osprey at uh, Super Juniors. I haven't watched any of that, and they're on like night 11, and I'm never gonna catch up. So I think I might just wait and just watch the final. Yeah, fair enough. Did you see the Ricochet match? I haven't watched it yet. Because oh, it's beautiful. It's magical, some might even say. And I was going to talk about that a little bit on regular Sapphire, but I guess we could talk about it here because we kind of do the international thing. But everybody has this little box that they want to put wrestling in, and that that's what this is what it should be. And everybody has that box. You have it, I have it, everybody has it. And no one's right and no one's wrong because yeah. it's your box. It's super subjective. Like, everybody likes something different. And it's, it's like Brando, he would have says that he would have problems watching a match if he doesn't know any kind of story that goes with it. But he watches, like... No, but he said that. Yeah, and yeah. He, and he's not wrong. But he, like, watches, like, PWA, and sometimes it's just like, there's a match, man. It's just a match. They're, they're telling a story well, in the match. let's be honest. Brando hasn't come to a PWA show in a long time. But he has a lot of business... What was the last one he was at? Uh, it might have been the... Jay uh, Lethal one. The anniversary show. Yes. Yeah. Which is available on PWA DVD as uh, we speak. Yeah, good plug. Yeah, anything else you want to plug that you've been working on? Uh, best of 2016 Volume 1 is now complete. Yeah, who's on the cover? Who was on the cover? The PWA original Marky and young Rachel Ellering is Ooh. on the cover. Because, you know what? There's potential for her to be a big star at some point, And I'd like to make this a little bit of a collector's you're, item. You're playing this early? Uh, a little bit, yeah. And you're putting your bestie on the cover as well? Well, he's... he's and I'm not putting him on there because he's my bestie, as you would say. And I'm not putting him on there because he's ACAR, which is the most elite faction in professional wrestling today. I'm putting him on there because he earned it. Millennial Deserved car is pretty it. dope. What's We're, that? I said the Millennial car is pretty dope. The what car? Millennial. The Millennial car, you know what? We've only been together once, but we did a good job. And I'm sure the Millennial car was a lot of fun, and I'm sure it was something special. It was so sad that you were not like that. You were obviously on vacation having a great time. But uh, the one time we drive out for PWA and you're not there. I'm bummed that I missed that on away show because the last year, and I keep mentioning it, but last year, a lot of fun. They treated us really well. The crowd was, was a lot of fun. Drinks and food were flowing. It's a nice, loud building. And yeah, I'm kind of bummed I missed that show. It was nice. It was nice to take in an indie show that had a little bit more of a small town flair to it. Yeah, those spot shows can be a lot of fun because uh, the fans get pretty riled up. Oh, I've never actually, worked one. Really funny thing uh, in the car ride. I jokingly was like, "What's the character of Colton Kelly?" And he explains like the psychology of what he. The oh ca- God! I would have loved the to have char- heard that explanation. And like then he's like, "Colton, what is the character? I want you to phone me and tell me what the character <laughs> is." Anyway, what- so he goes on to this spiel about it, and it's like, "Okay," and he's like, "Look for it. Look for it tonight." And because it was a spot show, <laughs> as soon as he came out the curtain and started getting booed, that all just went out the window because he just wanted to see how loud he could get these kids to boo for him. And like he got a really good like heel reaction. Yeah, but yeah. it was just so funny. He was like, "Look for look for the character work tonight." And there was oh, oh the character work. And then there was no character work. Oh. <laughs> he he was just healing it up. 
very excited. I got to check that out. Took a page um, out of Duke Durango's book. I've uh, Duke's the man. Um, I've never been a part of one or worked one, but I've heard back in the day when PWA and other companies like that would go down to the Indian reservations. I don't know if that's the p- political correct term these days, but the reserves. Yeah, I, I think crowds. that's relatively the correct term. Uh, I've heard those crowds were insanely hot. It's like working in Puerto Rico hot. Yes, yeah. Talk about, uh, oh, remind me. Of t- that's a subtle joke there we just made. What? The, the, these know. reserve shows. Oh, there's a joke there. Where? What's the joke? Oh. Explain. Sometimes people are hostile. Okay, I don't really understand Because of that. differences, cultural differences. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, what were we talking about anyway? I don't know. We're just kind of going on tangents. Um, so you're watching some PWG you're catching up on, and I have a DVD, a PWG DVD I bought that is sitting on my shelf up there that I haven't watched yet, along with like 50,000 other DVDs. Um, yeah, as was on your table here, you're, you're working through the year 2012. Well, I'm not, it it's not like. even the year 2012. I just decided I wanted to watch one of the many uh, WWE DVDs that I purchased but haven't watched yet, and I got to go in order. I have best pay-per-view matches, a bunch of them. So let's go back to the one that's the next in line, which is 2012. And it was actually pretty good. The only thing that I find kind of weird is is each disc was two hours. And there's like three matches on each disc, almost. Because... Because they're all each about like 20 minutes? Well, well, no, it's not that. It's... All right, we shouldn't talk about WWE. We're going to do it anyway. Disc one. uh, CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler. And then the Elimination Chamber match with uh, Daniel Bryan. Coley's in one of these matches. Long match. Yes, he was in that Elimination Chamber match. That match looks like a shit show. Uh, it was, it was Santino Morello's in it, too. That's what they teased he was going to win. And then uh, the Hell in a Cell WrestleMania Triple H Undertaker match. Now, that's three matches, one disc, two hours. Okay. Now, Elimination Chamber matches are kind of long with the entrances and all that kind of stuff. And Triple H and Undertaker is, is a long match with entrances and all that stuff. But... The next disc, Rock versus Cena from that same WrestleMania, but um, they left in Machine Gun Kelly's performance and that Flo Rida's performance. So that whole segment... Why was once, that necessary? Once that match was done, we're 50 minutes into... Why'd they leave two. it in? I don't know. Did you benefit from watching Machine Gun Kelly and Flo Rida again? I would benefit from watching Kevin Owens' Powerball Machine Gun Kelly because I like that. He got booed crazy. But I think At that, that mania? Yeah. Or, yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Layla's on a match? Layla, yeah. Layla's Layla Beth a, Phoenix? Yeah, it was kind of a shitty was, match, too. I was, I was like, looking like, was that an instant the, classic? Of all, the, of all the divas that you could throw in there? I know, I was surprised to see Layla. And I liked Layla for what she was worth. But Punk and Daniel Bryan's on here for Money in the Bank was really good. Is Christian vs. Rhodes good? Uh, I think I fast-forwarded through it, to be honest. Uh, Triple H, Lesnar was good, and Punk and Cena was good. So not a bad. 2012 uh, pay-per-view matches, not bad. I think that was the year I came back to WWE. You came back? Where were you? Uh, I left for a bit. Where, where'd you go? I just drugs, uh, alcohol, yeah. punk rock. <laughs> yeah, I just went to punk Scott rock. Music, real big yeah, fish. Yeah, exactly. All right, fair enough. We were listening to Scott the other day at the stores. The lady's like, is, that, "Is this real big fish?" And she was like, "An My old kids are lady." Up there laughing, and I don't know if they're laughing at us or not. Are you guys laughing at us? No. Are you laughing at your little murder game? Game. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you want to go into the news? Yeah, hit the news. I don't have a little cool news bumper like you guys have for real sad pods. So I, we don't even hear the news bumper anymore. No, but it, but you know we it's just the, sit in silence until Warren waves us back in. But you know it's there. Do I though? <laughs> that was deep. That was very existential. I sit and just look at Brando and hope for the best. Oh, that's 
What a life that is. I know. We bonded over Ninja Turtles this week. I uh, Actually, speaking of Ninja Turtles, I yeah. was going to bring this up on the... Uh, Let's talk about you for a little bit, uh, actually. Uh, what, what have you been watching? Uh, what have I been well, I mentioned that. Uh, I've been watching... Ninja Turtles? I watch PWG. I've been watching my ROH every week. And uh, I got a... What about Ivan? Ring announcer extraordinaire. Got a whole schwack of advanced passes... Or passes to the advanced screening of the new Ninja Turtles movie. It was alright. I haven't seen the first one. I, I haven't seen the first one, but I'll see the second one just because I like Bebop okay. and Rocksteady. It was action and it was fun and it was kind of funny to laugh at Seamus. And was he good? Stuff. So he was alright. For what he was I mean, worth? Most of... of it was just his voice. Yeah. But the was he good? That he was in, I thought it was fine. The first five minutes. Would you rather know. cast the Miz in it as that email has? <laughs> That's great. I want that guy to send an email to this show. Send an email to this show. Who's like really hated on the indie scene that he could back? Who's the Miz of the indie? <laughs> Who's the Miz? Um, Chase Owens. Maybe. Or Michael Elgin. I don't think people hate Michael Elgin as everybody hates Or Mike Bailey. On. Yeah, everybody hates Mike Bailey. Yeah, like JT Bailey. Dunn. Um, I didn't have my hopes for the movie after the, in the first five minutes, there was very obvious product placement for Apple and very obvious product placement for Nike and Megan Fox changes her clothes into like a little schoolgirl outfit with a little belly shirt. Now I don't have a problem with, you know, hot women and stuff like that, but it's just like, it was very transparently obvious. Yeah. Kind of lame. You're like, well, when did April O'Neil ever do this in the yeah. show or the comics? But there was action, and it was cool, and it was fun, and all that stuff. So, yeah. That's what's going on. Another title wrestling, Stephen Emil, wasn't it? Or Amel? Yes. Yes, he was. He was Casey Jones. And so who all went? It was all for everybody from ACAR? Uh, it was myself and Regan, a.k.a. Alistair Dark, who is a, uh, a good man, a friend of mine, a former, uh, used to work for PWA. Uh, what about Ivan? Current ring announcer. Yes, and uh, the PWA champion, Marquee. Who's a longtime Turtles fan. Yes, he is. Um, he gave the movie a 10 out of 10. Yes, he liked it. Because that's, that's my favorite thing about Marquee's Twitter. Uh, Richie just Rage. A, oh, Rage was there too? Richie Rage and former PWA champion and fellow Hall of Famer, Phoenix Taylor. You just calling that now? That was the crew. That was it. All right. Do you want to jump into news? We've We've... Plattered on for almost 18 minutes. Indeed. Plattered isn't really a word. No. All right. Okay. Plowed through. And now, Spanish and that's table news. Jip, 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 jip. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's my cover of the, uh, the song. Cody Rhodes has uh, revealed his first match. He will be working on the independent scene, and he will take on... Is this for Evolve? No. Uh, I don't know, actually. He will take on Mike Bennett at Northeast Wrestling's Wrestling Under the Stars event in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, August 26th. That match will be good, and that was on his, uh, Cody's list. I like Mike Bennett. Me too. I he, think Mike Bennett's underrated. His, uh, his current run in TNA is all right. I haven't seen a thing. It's I got to watch this weird thing you guys were talking about with the Hardys. How did, how did they know about it, and I didn't yet? I haven't seen it, but it's sounds... it was It was so bizarre. They were both so adamant and excited about talking about the <laughs> shitty Matt Hardy, <laughs> Jeff Hardy segment that was just like, it was terrible. It sounds like the worst thing ever, but in a way that I need to see it. Dude, you got to see it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, I watched it the day after pod, because I was like, they're going on pretty hard about it. Is and it? like their description of it is a hundred percent accurate to what bad. happens. Is it on YouTube? I'll send you a link for it. Okay, cool. Um, 
what's interesting about this is, of course, Maria Canellis, who I eat Subway with, that's one of my favorite stories, will be in Mike Bennett's corner while Brandy Rhodes, a.k.a. Eden, whatever her name is, Eden will Styles. be in Cody's corner. Nice. Maybe they'll uh, they'll uh, duke it out. What are you doing to my dog? I don't know. I'm just going to play with him. You're being weird. Making him be limp. He's leaning on me. It's like a nice little Hawaiian shirt gimmick that you got going on here. Yeah, it's a nice little summertime shirt. It's quite the get-up you got going on. You got a Young Bucks Super Kick Party t-shirt yeah. on. Yeah. And... Actually, funny thing about it was uh, there's a bar of soap at Lush that looks identical to like this pattern of like blue and whatever. And I thought all the girls were like in the store, were, like looking at me because I could see in like the mirrors that they were all like, looking. And one girl pointed at me, and then I was like, "Vic, I think like all the girls in the lunch are like kind of checking me out." And she's like, "Huh, weird." And then a girl comes up and goes, "Your shirt looks identical to the soap." And I was like, "Oh, there goes that confidence." right out the window. I love the sentence. I think all the girls at Lush are checking me out. Yeah, all the girls who work there. All right. Um, Booker T has announced that his uh, promotion reality of wrestling will be working with House of Hardcore, owned by Tommy Dreamer, uh, in Houston, Texas on August 6th. It'll be a benefit for an autism charity. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like when companies get together. It's something that's kind of cool. Like CZW has done that a few times recently. It's kind of cool. You take your guys against some of the other guys. Let's see PWA do that maybe with... Uh, high impact because we do share a lot of guys, but if there was kind of a little bit of a high impact PWA war, yeah, and even like if oh, you season dog, I'm not sure how exactly you know the, the like even if it was it, like all work, like the the gimmick of like a war. Well, it has to be a work. What do you want yeah. us to like legit go into their show and just start yeah, fucking, fucking things? Just up? invade all of a sudden. Marky jumps a barricade. Well, listen, the A cargo, we go where we want. Okay, <laughs> hypothetically, if there was a brand war and you were the guy in charge of picking your guys' four or five representatives oh here we go who the, would represent pwa if i was gonna pick the four yeah you're your commissioner big bad boris oh, this in this is, situation this is relatively easy i might get do i got four or five you have five we're gonna go with a solid five, five guys okay but i want one tag team oh well, that's easy we have the pw original marquee pwa okay. champion captain he's got to be the guy he, oh your yeah, tag you know what? Team that's is fair easy it's the western lines yep okay uh michael richard blaze and who BVD. i'm sure if you don't know him yet you're going to and Brandon Van Danielson. Now, we want to go down the card a little bit here. Who else? Who else would I take? Who do I think is tough? I would want Dylan Knight on my team. Okay. I think Dylan Knight is uh, tough as nails. And uh, I would want him. I wouldn't want him against me. I'll put it that way. So Dylan no, yeah, Knight. That's fair. That's a, that's a solid pick. And my last guy. Ooh. See, i got a d- bunch of different names rattling around in my head now. Like Sheikak Bar Shabazz. Because he's just a cheating scumbag. And what, about, hey, what better to have on your team than a cheating yeah, scumbag? What about a young prospect? How about young prospect? You got Fury. Fury's a young prospect. Uh, Amir Jordan. Age. You got Amir. Oh, that guy. Oh. oh, Amir Jordan. So I mean, he's he's new at the, like he's brand new, but he's got his whole heel thing down so well. He's doing a really great job so far. I'm a genuine fan of that guy, though. He's a good kid. He's got some good work. I do enjoy uh, what he does. But yeah, leaning towards the Sheik. Uh, or a healthy Andy Anderson. Yeah, both of those would be strong picks. Veteran presence. There you go. All right. Should we jump back into it? You bet. This is an interesting story that I read today as well that I think is really cool. Does the name Raymond Mysterio mean anything to you? Raymond? I call him by his full name. Yes, Raymond Mysterio. Raymond I believe he still has value to most people. Not so in my books. (laughs) But he's got name value, absolutely. Oh, definitely. 
Uh, he is going to main event a Viva La Lucha event in San Diego, California at Montgomery High School. Montgomery Burns. Oh, wait, he's doing a high school show? Which is his high school. Like where he went to school? Yes, August 13th, and all the proceeds um, for the show are going to go to the school. So it's basically the greatest fundraiser ever. Yeah, that, that that's a solid fundraiser. So are you under attack from my dogs? Yeah, they both want my you attention. Wanna, you want to like take a break and get rid of these dogs, or are you okay to? No, power it's through? cool. I can power through. So I don't have this problems in the regular side of Potsdam. There isn't animals running around and stuff. Oh, but it'd be sweet if there was. But, but wait, yeah, there's more to this story. Who else is on this card? Psychosis. Well, okay. Johnny Mundo. Okay. T.J. Perkins. Okay. Famous B. Who the hell's Famous B? I don't oh, know Famous B. He's a manager from Lucha Underground. And he's got a, like a phone number thing, and it's like call four three four get fame. <laughs> what takes this event from here to here? <laughs> Teddy Hart. Oh man, good old Teddy Hart. I'm a fan of Teddy Hart. I'm afraid of Teddy Hart. <laughs> oh, I think Teddy Hart's the bomb. Uh, he was just on Colts podcast recently, actually. Oh, yeah, I've got to listen to that. Really good interview. Oh, was he... Yeah, it was great. Somewhat lucid? Uh, yeah. Lucid means normal, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, no, he was like, this is the most normal I've ever seen him talk. Oh, all right. Maybe but I enjoy Teddy Hart. I think he's a great in-worker, and he's a one hell of an interview, so... He had the keys to the city, man. It's kind of a sad story. But anyway, he's quite the topic of conversation uh, on the last A-car trip. But anyway, I've probably said that's, too much. That's pretty funny. Ring of Honor... Who doesn't love Ring of Honor? A lot of people say Ring of Honor's fallen off, but I still think it's good. I don't think it's as good as it was a couple years ago. No, it's but not. But by no means I, do I think it's bad. I agree with that. It's not as good as it was, but it's still good. Though, like, of course, it's still great when they have all the New Japan guys uh, come on and whatnot. But, um... Go lay down. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Punishing the... <laughs> lay down. Molly, go lay. I apologize for these distractions. That's okay. Summer. People power through. It's anyway, casual pod. Uh, they have announced that. But yeah, like the R. Oh, back to this no, quick ROH thing. Uh, the lineup of like the ROH roster isn't as strong as it was about a year or two ago, like when Kevin was still your there. Your yeah, well, I mean, Generico really wasn't there, but like the Steen Tyler Black era was really good. Um, I mean, you still have got staples like the Briscoes. All Night Express is back. Um, it's just weird how like. You know how they always will bring in a guy for a little bit, like a six-month stint, like they did with Alberto Del Rio, uh, Chris Hero there for a bit? And I thought Chris Hero was going to be a mainstay, but I think when he kind of ballooned up again, ROH was like, we, we don't want to put you on TV like this. They don't want Fat Chris Hero? No, unfortunately not. Can you believe it? I'm shocked. Uh, they have announced that the addiction, uh, uh, of course, uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Xeric will defend the ROH Tag Titles against the Motor City Machine Guns at the Best in the World pay-per-view, which will be Friday, June 24th. I wish that there was a, a cable company here that, that carried it. Because yeah. I know that I can order it on ROHWrestling.com after it's over and watch it online. But I'd I, you know, I'd rather watch it on regular you know, broadcast. Yeah, and on your big old TV. And, and watch it live. Um. They are, like, ROH management is pushing the shit out of the addiction right now. Like, they are really, there was a house show yesterday in St. Louis that a couple of my friends went to. And, like, from all the photos and stuff, like, addiction stole the show and then right at the end did a run out to interrupt the main event to cause, like, a new tag match. Well, they're two of the most established guys they have, so. When, they, when those guys were on TV as a bad influence, they were great. Some of the best stuff in TNA was with those two guys. 
And Daniel's still working at that high level. I mean, I give ultimate props to that guy that he's still he's still in shape. And, you know, maybe not as in shape as he was, but he still looks good. Still, you know, that best moonsault ever, still the best moonsault ever. Like, he just the level that he's been able to keep his work at over all yeah, the years. Yeah, he's hands down a ring general. Definitely. And I love that. <laughs> I was watching it a, a few weeks ago, and every once in a while I'll, I'll throw wrestling on with my wife around but usually i will watch it when she's at work or gone to bed or whatever because i know she doesn't care and you know happy wife happy life but i threw it on one night maybe was she was going to bed so i put it on and she's like why is he dressed up like an army man i'm like he's a ring general and she just shook her head and walked away and anything <laughs> that my wife hates i know is awesome that's so she funny hated, you remember uh uh ms dow yeah she thought that was the worst thing ever i'm like yep she hates it it's good yeah <laughs> So you, uh, so you know, gimmicks or ideas are really good. Jesus, dog hair! There's I know. Like half a dog's worth of hair. I know. I just vacuumed. Can't even tell. She is on board with the new day, though. She does. She does like the new day. That's cool that she gets that bit. She wanted like... the Francesca uh, rest in peace T-shirt, so I got her that for Christmas. Oh, really? That's pretty rad. Anyway, uh, other matches signed for the Best Noble Pay Per View on Friday, June twenty fourth, will be. A fight without honor, Steve Carino versus BJ Wimmer. I want to know what Steve Carino has got in the tank left. That's sweet. This is a feud that's been building for years. I wonder if this is going to be one of those Steve Carino bleeds like a pig matches. Maybe. And I'll be honest, I haven't seen much of Steve Carino's more recent work. But Me uh, either. I haven't seen him really do much in-ring stuff aside from him. You know when he punched BJ? Mm-hmm. And then he was quote-unquote suspended and now Mr. Wrestling 3 is there or whatever. But... I don't know. I'm a big fan of Steve Carino, both on the mic and his ECW work, his world world champion. Like, uh, if, if we had a Sapod Indie Hall of Fame, Steve Carino would probably be one of the guys in the Hall. First of all, that's not that silly of an idea. Super City Limits does that. Do Every they? show they put somebody in. And I, yeah, he was definitely somebody that I would put You know what? Maybe we should start that. That's not a bad idea. And you know what? You get to induct the first person. We will discuss the uh, logistics of that at another time. We'll just make uh, a graphic picture and tweet it. It's all it's really necessary. I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, ROH TV title match, Bobby Fish versus Dalton Castle, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, we talked about the addiction versus the machine guns. And, of course, the ROH world title match, Jay Lethal, Jay Briscoe. Ooh, that'll be good. Um, I don't really like Jay Briscoe as world heavyweight champion, so I, I'm going to hope Lethal retains. I don't believe that he will beat him anyway, so that's fine. Um, back to Dalton Castle. I just watched uh, Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts last night. Is that uh, on Canadian Netflix yeah. as well? Okay, I got to check it out. Yeah, I just searched Jake and it came up. It was good? Yeah, oh, it's really good. Both me and my girlfriend teared up at moments where you're just like, <laughs> and it's like once he's getting better and you're like, he's crying so hard and stuff like that. And like Scott Hall, the transformation's crazy from when he gets picked up to like Hall of Fame. You're like, whoa. He went from not looking like Scott Hall to kind of looks like old Scott he Hall. He looked pretty good at the, at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, uh, but at one point. Coach, by the way? I did. You did. I, I uh, caught you on that one. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, when he's doing yoga one day, uh, is wearing a Dalton Castle shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so overall, I would, I would highly recommend that documentary. Um, that DDP is such a guy who's, what he's feeling, it's on his face. Like, it's really obvious. So when he's mad at Jake, you just look at his face and you see it all in the expression. TDP a Hall of Famer? Definitely. Uh, everybody, now that the movie or the documentary is on Netflix and it's really accessible, there's two hashtags. Of course, the movie title and now DDP for HOF. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. uh, for what he did to get those guys clean and in respectable shape and like 
at one point it feels like it's almost going to become the Scott Hall documentary because he shows up at the house and they kind of show they spend you know maybe about 15 minutes dealing with just Scott Hall and where he was and how hard he fallen and whatnot and then near the end they show him like with Cody Hall and being like I'm going to get this kid my son's wrestling track on or career back on track and like Cody Hall's doing all right in New Japan yeah and knowing that like it's his he's dad club, isn't he? yep He's, uh, I think he's still considered a Bullet Club prospect, um, maybe. Do they have any sort of wrestling footage in there? Yes, they do. From what company? Uh, WWE. Really? Yeah. Did and, they allow and, that? Yeah. They, they, they have rights, they rights reserved. Uh, there's some like classic era stuff. So like Jake, um, they show a little bit of Scott Hall in WCW as well. Um, then there's some indie stuff that is like terrible the footage <laughs> but it's like it's because it's like fan cam but it's to show the point it, yeah it's a fan cam and it's to show like uh and they have the espn 60 by 60 footage oh, of scott hall man. that pissed me off that show but that's another but yeah the there's a moment in the beginning and luckily they don't spend too much time in the dark era it's more about the transformation um but the beginning where they show like the dark part of jake you're like this sucks because you're just like bro like there's one indie show in specific where they spend about five minutes on, and you're just like, this is dark times. Really? And it's like, just like Jake being really drunk. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, definitely. Hiroshi. You got two hours to kill? Do it. Sorry. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is injured. Bad shoulder. He's not going to be able to wrestle at the June 19th Dominion show. He is going to be replaced by Michael Elgin, who will now face Kenny Omega for the IWGB Intercontinental title in a ladder match. I would feel so robbed. If originally slated, like, and advertised. You go from Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, where it's like Omega versus Tanahashi. You're like, whoa, this is going to be amazing. And then it's like Elgin. And you're like, Elgin versus Omega. (laughs) Omega's going to be amazing. Yeah, you're like, let's go Omega. I love that broom thing, by the way. Oh, the cleaning thing? Yeah, but the best, though, was a few months ago or a few weeks ago. I don't even know. On ROH TV, he actually came out and he went up to to Kevin Kelly and he started singing into the broom. I don't know. know. (laughs) It's just, it's silly, but it's funny. Uh, All right. Cody Rhodes is coming to Evolve. He's going to compete at Evolve 66 in August 19th in Jopa. I hope I'm saying that right. Jopa, Maryland at the MCW Arena. Uh, Rhodes is asked to wrestle a top talent. I'd like to see Rhodes and somebody like Johnny Gargano or any of those guys. Yeah, that would probably be my my dream matchup would be him versus Gargano. I wonder what he's charging for an appearance now. Because I have a, not a lot, but a little bit of insight with my being part of PWA as to what certain people charge yeah. for their appearances. So. What do you, you tell me a number and I'll tell you if I think he's worth it for Cody. Like, well, like take a ballpark. Okay, well, I'm going to give you, and again, this is not necessarily 100% confirmed, but this is some of the numbers I've been told. Rey Mysterio was five grand. Okay, so. But you got to understand that with that five grand uh, does not include his trans, his flights, and his hotel. Yeah. So it's five grand plus lodging. Okay. What do you think, Cody Rhodes? 1200 1000 bucks. Is that with? Yeah. That does not include his trans and his hotel. Yeah, so I think Cody would probably do it for like. It's like you you pay for his flights in his hotel plus twelve hundred to fifteen hundred. Yeah. I would say. Because you got to think a company like you know certain companies would make that back depending on yeah know, I, how like, popular there. 
Because that's always the risk. Anyone who's and like XWWE, I feel like uh, you have the best chance probably. It's of... something that I've kind of learned with uh, my being in PWA is it's always a little bit of a risk. You know, bringing in guys like that, hoping you're going to make your money back. Yeah, right. Because you're like you're you are rolling the dice to a good degree. And XWWE guys, you know, are you, you know, for the most part, usually safe bet depending who they are. Like we got lucky with uh, Christian when Christian left WWE and he was with TNA for that time. We got a chance to bring him in, and we did pretty well. So, how did like how do like the ROH guys do when you guys bring them in? Like the Mike Bennett's or the the Jay Lethal's? Mike Bennett. Or are those two comparable? Well. No, because when we brought Mike Bennett in, he wasn't as big as he is now. Yeah. So only kind of hardcore fans like me really. I remember being like neat, but uh, I remember that not being a selling point for me. Yeah, like I don't mean to be disrespectful. Not a lot of people knew who he was. He was, but he, at that point, he was like, he was in the mid card of ROH. Mm-hmm. Versus nowadays, like well, I don't believe the Kingdom was around or any of that kind no, of. No, yeah. I'm trying to think. He, he, he was being managed by like brutal Bob Evans at that time on ROH. I believe you're correct. Yes. Yeah. Like. But I will say this about Bennett and Maria both. He wasn't even married to Maria yet. No, they point. were actually. It's kind of funny you mentioned that because uh, there was two shows. There was a Calgary show and an Edmonton show, and I rode. This is before the existence of the A car, and actually rode back from. No, I rode to Calgary from Edmonton uh, with them and Kurt, our promoter, and they were actually talking about wedding guest lists and stuff in the car, which is kind of funny. But uh, they couldn't have been nicer. Super, super cool. Really, really down to earth. And uh, that's, like, I liked them before, but it's always cool when you bring in somebody that you admire that they're a cool person. Because, you know, you know, the old story, never meet your heroes. Yeah. Because, you know, like, there's some how stories many, about How some... many of those stories do you have? Of never meet your heroes in life. Bad stories? Yeah, where it's like that was a true statement. And you were like, There Shit. were some guys that were kind of dickish. Some of them that I was there for and some of them I, were, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't there when we brought in Raven, but I heard he was kind of a dick. Uh, we brought the Dudleys in and Bubba was kind of a dick, but Devon was super cool. I have a lot more s- stories about guys being really cool than I have guys being dicks. Okay, that's good though. Like, uh, I wasn't there when we brought Gangrel in. But I heard he was the coolest guy. Okay, we'll do it to keep it positive. Uh, give me your top three. They were a super cool dude that you guys brought in. Abyss. Okay. Awesome dude. Uh, Frick, there's been so many over the years. MVP was really cool. Uh, just a few a uh, few weeks or months ago, Jay Letha was really cool. I'm trying to think of who else was cool. How was AJ? AJ, super, super good. All the times we brought him in. And if you ask Marky, who wrestled him this last time... He, after the match, he sat in the locker room with Marky for a good 45 minutes and just talked to him and gave him advice and stuff like that. And that's not something that he's got to do. He could just, you know. Yeah, he could easily just his, be like, well, his, thanks, guys. Get his check off to the hotel. Shake hands and, and get out of there. Off to the next town. But he sat with Marky for a long time after that. AJ was cool. Joe was cool, but very kind of mellow, very quiet. I hear that's how just Joe is, though. And not like in a bad way, but just, you like know. Like, Joe, Joe's very low-key from what I hear. Because every interview I've seen, like, even when, like, he's telling stories of being, like, yeah, I was kind of getting shorted on pay or whatever, he's still, like, very low-key about that. You know who else was super cool was uh, um, Christopher Daniels. We brought him in a few times, and it opens for the other side. Um, uh, one of the times he was wrestling our champion at the time, who is a second-generation 
guy from the old Stampede Wrestling days. And he was shooting a promo for me to, to put up on the website for like the video for before the match. And all he asked me was, what's this guy's name again? And I said, oh, it's, you know, Gamma Singh Jr. I hit record and he just went into Christopher Daniels and just cut this amazing promo. Just for me, it was cool to see somebody who just could go from, you know, from zero to a hundred and just handle it. And you just turn it on like He's that. He's got that it factor. And also, uh, a couple of times we brought him in, he stunned. He's uh done double duty and done the curry man thing and in the locker room he was gearing up to be curry man and as soon as he put the mask on he became curry man and he would talk in that like broken english that curry man always talks to him. <laughs> and they're trying to have a conversation with him but he's talking in like curry man gimmick super funny but if we would have kind of gotten off topic and started talking about me or whatever but that's cool uh Roderick Strong and Moose's deals are up in a few weeks with ROH uh remember lots of people's deals are up uh WWE had some interest in Moose about a year or so ago, I, I'm not super high on him. I think if I'm WWE and I am interested in, I would like to leave him at ROH for maybe another year because he's getting to be in the ring with a lot of really talented he's, guys, and that can only help him. I remember. And I think I've mentioned this on ROH actually. TV a couple of weeks ago when they're doing the New Japan stuff. Um, there was a match where it was like ROH versus New Japan, and it was like, or no. It was like a, a mixed match. Like it was like baby faces versus heels. And like uh, each team had like a guy from New Japan and a guy from mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. It was like Tanahashi and Moose versus Elgin and... I think it was Okada or somebody. Yeah. I remember. And it was just like, what a weird matchup. But you're like, how cool for Moose to get this yeah. exposure. It's like Cheeseburger teaming with Liger. Yeah, exactly. Like you're I like, mean, wow, these guys are getting crazy good experience in like... Really, really good rubs based on this stuff. Liger took a pretty nasty bump at that pay-per-view. I don't know if you saw it, but... Uh, I think I may have seen a gif of that. Uh, speaking of New Japan uh, and ROH, they're looking to bring in Shibata for August 19th and 20th shows in Las Vegas. Interesting. So that'll be for their uh, Las Vegas pay-per-view. Do you watch any Lucha Libre? Um, like AAA or uh, CML? That is what Lucha Libre is. No, I only watch Lucha Underground, good sir. Uh, because there's a lot of talk of CMLL uh, starting to do some work with ROH. New Japan and CML have that deal for the Fantastic Mania shows they do in January. And we're looking maybe uh, bringing in a major CMLL star for the July 16th event in Philadelphia. The Fight Network here in Canada has been getting more and more awesome. They yeah, know. you know what? More or less, because it's a channel above WWE Network at my parents' place. And I'm always like, ooh, Ring of Honor? Ooh, explosion matches? Because even though it's TNA, there's still some talented guys wrestling there. They have TNA. They've got the ROH. Uh, you got CML. They now show a weekly CML and AAA show. And it's funny, because I've watched Lucha on and off for a long time. And back in the mid-'90s wrestling heyday, CMLL was like the really good one on AAA was kind of eh. And since they've started their weekly shows on Fight Network, CMLL fucking sucks. Oh, really? AAA is so much better. Maybe <laughs> Why just... CML so bad? I don't know. It's just not as good. And they had, not this past week, but the week before, they had a women's trios match as the first match on the show. And I'm telling you, it was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Now, Lucha's not for everybody because it's very, very choreographed. There isn't really a lot of kind of flow to it it's just kind of go 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 we do our thing and it's very spotty it's not even that i mean it is to an extent but it's not even that just it's it's hard i'd have to sit down and show somebody and and they'd kind of understand what i'm trying to say but it's very 
there's not a lot of psychology to it. And again, I don't want to be one of those guys who, you know, jumps on that ricochet match. There's no psychology, but it's just kind of, we've got our script and we're going from point A to point B and that's it. But uh, yeah, AAA is so much better than CMLL right now. Interesting. Now. Who's uh, who's like the flagship guy? Like who's their, uh, the big the big baby face on TV? Psycho Clown is the Latin American champion right now. Psycho Clown's terrible. I didn't say he was good. I just said he's the Latin American champion right now. Is this for CML? For AAA. And this is the one you said it's better? This is the one that's better, yeah. Okay. Uh, it might also be because the commentators in CMLL are really bad. Uh, AAA has... So do you get English commentary? Yes, they or... both have English commentary. Okay, which that's pretty rad. Out a little bit. Uh, AAA has Chris Cruz. You, some older people like the New Blood guys might remember him from WCW back in the day. And Hugo Savinovich, who used to do the Spanish, Spanish commentary table. for WWE. Uh, CML has, uh, I don't even know who the guys are, but they're just bad. But anyway, if you want to live in Canada and you want to broaden your horizons and try some new stuff out, check out your, I think it's Thursday night. They're both on Thursday nights. Uh, they follow each other. CML's, I think an hour and AAA's an hour and a half, but anyway, it's cool. Now I don't watch a lot of Chikara because I just don't like it. I don't mind Chikara. Uh, the last show that I hokey. watched was like the big return show, and yeah, I just I, like I, I watched it. And I'm like, this is all right, but I don't think I'm going to be going out of my way to see it. It's anymore. very gimmicky and like very character based, but it is fun. But it's like if wrestling was a play, this would be the like the weird artsy fartsy yeah. like play. Now I know one of their big shows of the year is the King of Trios. I love King of Trios tournament because there's lots of good guests. They've announced three teams now, but it's three teams of women. Interesting. Now, I mean, and again, like I mean, and I didn't really do a lot of research on this. So if anybody you know out there wants to drop us a line and explain exactly, are like the girls going to work the guys in this tournament or whatever? They have in the past. Like they've been like Kimberly's been on teams where she's wrestled guys. They have Team Sendai Girls, which is. Kind of cool because that's one of the places where uh, Giselle Shaw, you know Giselle from yep. WWE. Is that where she went? She's over in Japan. She, she seems did, to be doing well in she Japan. She seems to be doing well. Like I've, I've, we're Facebook friends, so I see what she's up to. Yeah, well, on, on the Sapod Twitter, we follow her, and I think she follows yeah, us she's back. She's doing the, and the Sendai thing, and I think she might have been doing an Ice Ribbon show as well, but I don't know. It's cool. It seems like she's getting pretty over there. Uh, Sato Mura, Dash Chisako, and Cassandra Miyagi. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea who any of those ladies are. Me, uh, You know what the worst thing is? I bet you if I saw photos of them or if I just saw what their ring gear looked like, I'd be like, oh, I've seen you in a match or, or something or on Botchamania. Uh, team Shimmer, Madison Eagles, Candice LeRae, and Crazy Mary Dobson. That's a stack team for, uh, now, for Shimmer. How's this, though? This is interesting. Team Original Divas Revolution. Mickey James... <laughs> Lisa Marie Veron. Okay. Speaking I, of people who, who were super, super cool. Speaking of people who follow the sap pod. Uh, she was a sweetheart. And she, I think I told the story about how like there was like four guys and uh, she hugged me and none of the other guys, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, anyway, Mickey James, Lisa Marie Veron, and Jazz, our team. And original, Jazz, and interesting. I, you don't see her booked a lot nowadays. She was ahead of her time because I think she would have fit in now. Because she's super, super good. But this was kind of back when it was more about being hot than being... Yeah, you know, she were tough enough, right? I don't know. I thought she... Did she win the first tough one? No, Nydia and Maven yeah. won the first one. Yeah. And was the second one Jazz and, like, Terry or some shit? 
I honestly, I I think Jackie Gata won the second. I don't even. know. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to. I know they had two females. Yeah, there's two females who won that one. Then the next year, there's two guys. Go back and check it out. But um, Lisa Marie Vaughn was super cool. Just to go back to this, when we were at that show that had uh, her and Joe on it, um, we were standing in the back because we were just sat up. We like to try to just stay out of the way or whatever, uh, so we can lay low and not be noticed. (laughs) Um, But she was standing like two people away from us, and like she was genuinely like marking out with like the rest of us and just like having fun with the crowd and like on false finishes, she'd be like, Oh, I thought that was it. And like, just, it was cool to see how much she genuinely loves wrestling. Yeah. She couldn't have been nicer. Super, super sweet lady. Um, yeah, she came around the corner in the locker room while, you know, we were all setting up and getting together and it was me and a couple other guys. I don't remember who it was, but I saw her and I always try to do whenever we bring in a guest, I always go over and I always shake their hand and say, you know, hi, I'm, so-and-so and this is what i do and thank you for coming it's it's you know we're really happy to have you here and there was three different guys and she shook the hands of the other three guys and then she hugged me i don't know if she maybe she thought that i was important or something but i was like that's right triple b's getting in love <laughs> uh my last news bit is something you guys talked about on uh grown-up sat pod adult sat pod june 11th in delaware CZW's Tournament of Death. Yeah, we were lots of Tournament of Death talk with the guys who will want to watch it now, apparently. They do? Um, no, I don't think they actually. Oh, act- they don't? Okay. I think Warren might come check it out. Um, are we going to do a viewing together? Yeah, I'd like to. Fuck it's, yeah. Death matches are fun with more people. I said to Victoria, my girlfriend earlier, that I was like, oh, TOD tournaments are rolling around. She's like, and I was like, you like watching this? And she's like, no, it's really cringeworthy for me. I'm like, She's like, I've never made it through the entire tournament. Halfway through the first round, I'll leave. There was a little while ago on one of the completely legal torrent sites, um, somebody made a top 30 TOD matches. Um, oh, Jesus. I wish I still had it, but I don't. But I watched it, and it was... I love Deathmatch. I, I do, too. And a lot of people look down on them or whatever. Like, whenever, like that, said, whenever that genre, like, there's different types of wrestling i always have to be like yeah people like deathmatch wrestling because it is a thing and like there is a fan base for it everybody has their box you know what and that's going to be the sad pot indie cast t-shirt sad pot indie cast everybody has has their box box. and like (laughs) it's sad to say that like like ccw is kind of a sometimes a frowned upon promotion but it's one of my favorites they're very misunderstood because people think that that's what they do no they have everything they They got a little bit of everything it was funny because WrestleMania weekend, because Warren and Brandon were kind of shitting on it on regular Sad Pod this week, but they showed up WrestleMania weekend at intermission while they were setting up the barbed wire. (laughs) So they didn't see any of the undercard. All they saw was that main event barbed wire match. (laughs) Which wasn't very good. Granted, that main event barbed wire match was not very good. Oh, man. But that gives them a false sense of what combat's like. Because they, they have this idea that it is only deathmatch. And I'm sure if they they YouTube CZW, what comes up first? Probably like CZW's most violent matches or something like that. But like that best of the best tournament they've been doing forever has produced some great, great matches. And there's always lots of good stuff going on in CZW. Yeah, lots of good prospects have come from there. So that's everything that I have for news. Do we want to crowbar in my Cole Cabana story now? Yeah, let's crowbar All this right. in. Because we mentioned uh, guys who are really cool. This is the Cole Cabana story that I'm going to tell really quick, just because it's so weird. 
we brought in we've brought in Cole Cabana to PWA a few times, but the last time we did was I want to say two years ago in the middle of winter in Calgary. And it was really, really bad roads because we live in Edmonton, which is three hours north of Calgary, and we drive. We do one show in Edmonton every month and one show in Calgary. And you take month. Highway Two down, and, and it's... we drive Highway Two down. That's what that's kind of where the A car was born. But this was in the dead of winter, so we had previously decided that we were going to drive up, and instead of driving back the same night at like two in the morning, we were going to get a hotel or whatever and uh, stay the night. And then drive back in the morning. So the show goes on, yada, yada, yada. Cole Cabana, super cool guy. He wrestled, I want to say... Actually, I don't remember. I don't remember who worked. Anyway, he had heard us yapping about... I guess we were going to end up staying with one of Azrael's buddies or something. And he said, why don't you guys come and stay in our hotel? Or in my hotel room. Oh, yeah, I think and, you've told me this story. And we were like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Stay in, in Colt's hotel. That, that's awesome. We figured, you know, we wanted to hang out or whatever. So the show ends. He goes back to his hotel. We do all our teardown and all that stuff. And we go uh, to the liquor store, grab some beers, and then we head over to his hotel. We go up to the floor he's on, and he has the tongs from the ice, the, the ice bucket in the door. So the door won't close so we can go in because he was in the shower. Yeah. So we get there and we crack beers and he comes out of the shower. He's like, oh, hey, guys, blah, blah, blah. We have the laptop that I use at the shows and all the footage I shot from that show was, you know, I, I put on the laptop before we leave. So we set up the laptop and we start watching the stuff of the show. Cold said, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> he climbs in bed and he rolls over and he goes to sleep. I don't understand. Like I've been at um, fighting game tournaments at hotels where people are like, you, "You're in like somebody's room for like money matches after at the end of the night," and then like all of a sudden like I'm going to bed. I'm like, "How did you go to sleep with like ten other people in your room?" Well, there was only still there was, making noise and there doing was shit. Four of us. It was me and Marky and what about Ivan and Azriel? But my question is, if he was just going to go back to his hotel and go to sleep, shower and go to bed, be, he had to be up super early to catch a flight. Why did he invite everybody? Why did he ask us to come back to his room? Because he's a good guy? No, I don't think he like he was doing it because we needed a place to stay. Because we had a place to stay. Yeah. Maybe because Cole's just... Uh, maybe he's afraid to be alone or something. No, maybe he's just a typical... Re- like, he knows how wrestlers are. And, like, you guys are a bunch of stingy mother... No, oh. we were going to stay with well, Azrael's buddy. That was buddy. a good save there. We were going to stay with Azrael's buddy. So, he crashes... And we just think it's weird. So we sat up and we drank beers. It's okay. This is like you, Marky, I'm assuming. Marky, what about Ivan and Azriel? What a band of misfits. <laughs> so we stayed up. I've been, oh no, I've never been in the same room as Ivan and Azriel, actually. So we stayed up. How come Ivan never comes over? He does every now and then. Ivan's not like a huge wrestling fan, per se. He's more of a nerd fan. He's a super nerd fan. But like, like uh, one of the best. Do I have time for a random what about Ivan story? Can I finish? The yeah. Story? Oh okay. yeah. Oh, you're so. So we we ended up like watching PWA videos on my laptop and drinking beers till all hours of the night. Ivan like starts reading the Bible because he's weird like that. And then at like some ungodly hour, like four or five, Colt's alarm goes off on his phone. He gets up. He gets dressed because he's got to go catch a flight to the ne- you know to off to the next. He says, "Okay, guys, don't trash the place," and he fucking left. 
So we're sitting in his room at like five in the morning, and it was just weird that like we thought he wanted to hang out, like talk, or or you know hang out or whatever. Spend time with you guys yeah. to a degree. It's just I don't understand why we got the invite. And there's the greatest one of the greatest pictures. I think I still have it on my phone. Like, is that a great mystery to you? Of like, yes, why did Colt invite us? It is one of the great mysteries of the world. So if anybody knows him. Because there's a really awesome picture. I think I still have it on my phone. And maybe after this goes out, I'll tweet it. But it's a picture of Marky leaning over with a beer in his hand. And, and next to Colt Cabana, who's asleep. That's awesome. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Anyway. That's actually legitimately awesome in I, terms I of I have that. it on my phone. And after this goes up, I will tweet it. Anyway, what's your What About Ivan story? And then we'll uh, So What About on. Ivan? This is the Onaway show. Um, so he originally comes up to me and Warren because he, he knows who we are to a degree. And he goes, Well, everybody hey, knows who you guys yeah, are. Yeah, we're a big part. fucking deal. We sell t shirts now. <laughs> I got to get one of those. Uh, yeah. It's like a zillion I know. Dollars. Wait till our dollar is better, maybe. Our man. dollar is never going to be better. I'm going to get one. It was so sad, though. Sports the day team. they came out, we didn't sell any. Are you still at one? No, we're at two now. Oh, who's the other one? Yes. One of you guys? No. Oh, Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan's a good dude. Yeah. Where does he live? In the state somewhere? Uh, I think he lives in like Massachusetts, maybe. Where? Massachusetts. I thought you said Massachusetts. Maybe I did say Massachusetts. Is he a Red Sox fan? If so, fuck you, Duncan, because the Red Sox beat the Blue Jays today. No, Duncan's a good dude. Oh, but the Jays have won most of these games recently. Duncan is a fan of the show. I'm I'm getting into baseball. I love baseball. Baseball is one of my... I'm all about those condensed games right now. They play late at night. Oh, the the Blue Jays in thirty. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's an easy way to know what happened. They do them if you if you subscribe to the MLB app as well. They do the same kind of thing. Do they do it for every team? Yes, if you subscribe to the app, it's like twenty one bucks for the whole season. For the whole season, yeah. that's not bad. And they do for like one hundred and eighty eight games yeah, or something. And they do condensed games for every. That's rad because like I feel like that'd be a good way to know about the Phillies. Yep, there you go. Anyway, tell your what about Ivan story. Oh, okay. Is this a good story or a bad story? Um, if yeah. you say anything bad about what about no, Ivan? No, no, it's good. It, it, in the end, it makes me and Ivan be even closer. Oh, you're close. Well, not, right. I wouldn't go like that, but like I think we bonded over some nerd stuff. So um, He is very nerdy yeah. in a good way. So we're sitting behind the boards, as Warren had said previously, and we're just kind of like... Behind the boards because it's a hockey arena, correct? Yep, and you know we're just trying to be out of the way as you guys set up because no one asked us to help with lifting anything. I'm like... Warren was like, I'm not helping, but I was like, if somebody asks me, I'll help. Like It's best to stay out of the way. I know. I was like, I was like, I'll sometimes... just stay out of the way. I don't want to offer yeah. and then be in the way or be a jabroni or yeah. whatever. But I felt like we looked like really shitty marks. Because it was the worst thing was that like because we drove with Colton Kelly, so we got there super early. Well, you're, if you drove with Colton Kelly, you're automatically shitty marks. And yeah. I just say that because I know Colton's going to listen uh, to Oh, this. yeah. No, it was so funny. He tried to get me to hold his food. And he's like, hold it, don't put it on the ground. And in front of like all the other wrestlers. He did not. Yeah, he did. And I was what like, food? Uh, he got food at Burger Baron before the show. Okay, wait. So you got food at Burger Baron, and then you guys went to the venue. Yeah, and he didn't eat his food yet. And he asked you to hold it? Yeah, well, they were well, setting up the ring. Well, he set up. And said, don't put it on the ground? Yeah, he was like, don't leave was it on. Was it in a bag? Yeah. Was he being serious or was he being... I think he was just trying to, like, be macho. What a fucking asshole. I know. So then Warren is like... Warren Warren immediately goes... Only I can shit on Scotty. Warren goes, you going to take that shit? I go, no. And I just leave it. (laughs) I think he didn't say... Not only did he say, don't put it on the ground. He's like, just don't leave it alone. So I just put it on a table. Me and Warren, like, walk, like, four feet away from it just to be like, we can still see it. We'll show you, Colton. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get back at him with this. We're such badasses. So we're sitting behind the boards. And then what about Ivan goes, hey, you guys want some better seats 
And, ooh. and we're like, ooh, what does that mean? He's like, you guys got to work for it. And we're like, first off, I'm like, oh, my God, he's propositioning us for sexual favors, maybe. Like, we're working for it. But no, he just wanted somebody to help out with the music and do the ring bell. Because who was missing? Who was uh, the glue you the and thing? that little ginger kid that no, helps you out. No, just me. And that ginger kid. Yeah, well, he hasn't been around for a while. Anyway. He was at that show. And when he, yeah, he like him and some friends drove out. And when he walked by the table and saw me and Warren, he gave us like the biggest stink eye of like, oh, you spot stealers. No, I don't think that's the case. Anyway. No, spot stealers, man. He was jelly. All right. Anyway. Um, So what about Ivan? We're talking and he's, he's cool to us throughout the evening, but you can tell he's like, just I'm doing my ring business or whatever. And like a couple matches or like closer to the end, I'm like. Dope MC Chris sticker, man, on your laptop. And he's like, he's a big MC Chris. Dude, fan. you like MC Chris? And because I've like bought a couple different things off his like eBay, because uh, he MC Chris does all his eBay items for cystic fibrosis. Okay. Because he's got a family member who has it. So I was like, yeah, I've bought like two Captain America shirts and some random comics off him and stuff like that. Because all the money goes to that. And you're like, oh, that's a good cause. And he was like, instantly, I was in with Ivan after that. He was just like, oh, dude, blah, blah, talking random MC Chris stuff, random comic stuff. So, yeah, it was funny story. Yeah. My story is that Ivan didn't like me until I brought up MC Chris. And then all of a sudden I was a big MC Chris. And then I was his favorite guy all of a sudden. There you go. All right. Um, Anything else you want to add? Uh, What do you think uh, of Adam Cole in the Bullet Club? I like it, but I'm a big Adam Cole market. It's kind of funny because uh, ROH had a Memorial Day sale where they were doing the Memorial Day mystery box. Oh, yeah. For 35 bucks, which is a pretty sweet deal, you get a t-shirt, a mystery t-shirt, two DVDs, a signed 8x10. And it's all a mystery? And a mystery item. And so, thanks to my lovely wife, I ordered one. And uh, they showed, they tweeted out late last week. A picture of Adam Cole signing a whole ton. Yeah, of you're like, I'm getting it, Adam Cole. Ones. I like how you text that to me and Warren, and I was like, dude, that's awesome. And Warren was like, didn't say anything because he's like, <laughs> who's Adam Cole? So the eight by ten, the sign eight by ten is going to be Adam Cole, which is pretty cool. That's cool. And it's like Bullet Club one too, so that's kind of cool. I like it. Apparently, he's going. Do you to have be... a lot of eight by tens? No, I'm not a really a big autograph guy because I don't think I've ever asked anybody in PWA. F- like that we brought in for an autograph because to me, and this might make me sound like a giant, like I'm too bag. cool for autographs. No, it's not that, but I would rather sit and talk to the yeah, guy. Oh, I, I hear you there. Then have that. That's autograph. why I don't pay for meet and greets at concerts. I get a couple of pictures here and there because just because, you know, that's cool to me. Like I got a picture with Iron Sheik just because he's fucking yeah. Iron Sheik. Or like your, your photo with Jay Lethal backstage nice Jay Lethal when you're in dress clothes there's together. Like a, well, I dressed up for the anniversary show. But yeah, so it's going to be an Adam Cole, and some of the people in the states who've got their mystery box have been tweeting out, and like two of them have been uh, Roderick Strong, Roddy versus the World T-shirt. So I think it might be a Roddy versus the World T-shirt, which I guess I'm okay with. That's cool. I like that design. Um, I just hope that whatever DVDs they send me, I don't already have. With my you hit, you hit this guy up. If, I will if not. I will give you a five bucks for the ones you if they're dupes. Deal. All right. But yeah, we got uh, ROH pay-per-view coming up. We got uh, Tournament of Death coming up. Tournament of Death. You know what? I think we should watch Tournament of Death together and then do a podcast after. That'll a probably post-show be... Tournament yeah. of Death. You know what? That's, a, that's not a bad And idea. that'll be Sapod 4 probably because that's what? Later in June? It's June... June 14th? Um, June 11th. June 11th? Which is like a week from now, I think, actually. Sweet. So you guys actually, will be yeah, getting... Saturday, the same day as PWA show. Yeah, you guys will get... And then maybe we'll get together on like the Sunday... The week if, after, if it's, if it's out, yeah. or something, yeah. Once once we can 
find a, a legal way to watch it for sure. Speaking of PWA, speaking of legal ways, the June twenty fifth Night of Champions fourteen show has added Tiger Singh, aka Ginger Mahal, to that show as well. So that's don't hinder Ginger. Let's go. That's right. He gave me a T shirt for free. He's good. Also on the cool guy list. Oh yeah. What? Well, I mean, but we knew him before. Well, you knew him before, so but it's not like. He... But he's he's a cool guy. You knew who made it big. Yes, and that we love. That's why we love uh, TJ Tyson Kid, and we love Natalia, and we love Rick Victor. We love Rick Victor. Uh, we love Tyler Breeze. You know what's so funny and is like other pods guys. that we know who like, and it's it's fair just because all they know them is like they're running WWE or NXT, and they're just like like a lot of them still like Tyler Breeze and they they're hopeful for him, but Rick Victor has such a bad because he's in the Ascension, yeah. and but I I feel that's a lot of it's on the company and creatively. He's so good. Oh, and uh, new blood. I know I've kayfabed you guys a couple times, but I want to be on and talk about an old pay per view. So let's let's try to get. Yeah, you've big time them a couple times. No, I didn't big time them. I just shit happened. You know how it is. They're they're good friends of mine. Are they? Yeah, I'm really good friends with Jason Kiesler and. uh, Are they based out of state somewhere? uh, They're based out of Atlanta. Atlanta, GA. I was in Atlanta. Yeah, the Coca Cola Museum. Yeah, really? There's a Coca Cola Museum. Yeah. Are you a Coke man or a Pepsi guy? I am a Coke man. No, really. Interesting. Always have been. And I like Coca-Cola, too. I like, Pep- I like Pepsi because I'm a young guy. My wife likes Pepsi, too. It's weird. She's younger than you, right? No, she's one year, exactly one year older than me. Oh, really? We have the same birthday? Yes, we do. No way. That's we cool. Do. It was cool when we were just friends, but then once we got together, we kind of tried to outdo each other for the first few years. Oh, well, I can see that being but like... Yeah, now we're just bad. It up. So it almost seems like now that like Mother's Day and Father's Day mean a little bit more because that's it's your right. own day where yeah. you're not saving or you're not sharing like birthdays. But I'm sure you guys go for like a, a super dope oh, dinner. Yeah. No, everything's all good. because it's just like hey, we're celebrating two things. Yeah, my wife's awesome. All right, anything else you want to add before we close the old book on this one? Um, no. No, children. Anything you want to add? Stay in school, you two. Okay. Yeah, stay in school. Don't do drugs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why? I don't understand why that's a big deal. Why you laugh sarcastically? Because you do drugs. No way. Why would you kayfabe that in front of your children? Oh. Wait, you do drugs? Oh, yeah, I smoke a lot of weed, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very good. Oh. That's right. That's right. I've been do- that's not uh, very good. I was going to be like, I've been doing this every day for X amount of years, but that's probably a bad, uh, bad amount. <laughs> Bro, right. Probably shouldn't. That's right. All right. Do you have a closing, uh, a closer? You got to have a closer. You got to show this podcast. Well, I was going to, I was going to use stay in school as my closer. Well, that's but apparently right. that one's gone out the window because <laughs> everybody threw me under the bus. This podcast with the same respect as Sad Pod Main Rock. Oh, so think of something on the spot. All right, guys. Until next time, keep doing unprotected chair shots. Woo!
chance she took was worth 